Hello and welcome to the Gird Up Podcast. The call to gird up is an ancient way of telling a man to prepare himself for hard work or a battle ahead. Our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and to live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers, brothers in Christ, working hard to become the men that God has called us to be. I am your host, Charlie Ungemach. I'm a teacher, a coach, music director, and a man of God, myself working toward the goal of, like David, being a man after God's own heart. We're happy you could join us. Now it's time to roll up our sleeves, to gird up, and become the men that God has created us to be. Uh, so Ben is, we talked about him in the last podcast, we talked with him, not just about him, in the last podcast, uh, told, uh, told some stories from his childhood, seventh of eighth kids, uh, son of, the, of an old man. No. Of, of Ken Jeske. Ken Jeske. Not Mark Who's Jeske. a character. He, yeah, he's, he's a, a character in a great way. Yeah. Yeah, I, I met him, I, I hadn't actually met him until a few years ago at that Luther thing. Yeah. And we just sat, stood around and talked about you for like 25 minutes, it was oh. great. Great. It's what people yeah. should do. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, you give us a lot to talk about. So. Yeah, that's a lot of material. Uh, and uh, you, you're a dad, uh, a youngish father. Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, well, you're still a young father. All right. Yeah, I feel we'll young. call you a young father. You, Thanks. You look young. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, and that's what we're going to talk about in this particular episode is uh, is your family and being a dad and being a being a husband and all that kind of good stuff. So uh, you are a voice teacher, and uh, we'll, we'll keep plugging that. Uh, yeah. See if we can get you some customers Wouldn't here. If, you're, if you go to Strawland, you live in the Racine, Kenosha area, man, he's worth it. He's worth it. Go find him. Uh, but so you are a dad. You want to talk about Oscar a little bit? Yeah. Oscar is, uh, he's three and a half. He was born at like 27 weeks and six, seven days, something like that. <laughs> there he goes. I also have a dog. <laughs> that one got me jumping. And I think the male's here. Yeah. Awesome. What's the dog's name? Bart. Bart. Hey, Bart. Hey Bart, that's Actually, a good name for a dog. He looks like a Bart. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check who's there. <laughs> Go ahead. Bart. <laughs> okay, yes, yeah, so, yeah, Bart. <laughs> so Bart, he's four years old. We got him at, at a rescue shelter as a puppy. He's already chill again. Like he's back on his yeah, bed, he's, just hanging out. He's ready to roll again. Like roll over. <laughs> like, he's just done. Back to bed. Yeah. Did my job. But no, he, he's half German Shepherd. That's all they know for sure. And then the next bed is Rhodesian Ridgeback, Hound, and maybe, maybe some Pit. But I don't believe it. Yeah, he's a beautiful little dog. Well, he's not him. that little, I guess. He's not. He weighs like, well, he weighs like 60 pounds, which is beefy for being a dog that size. Yeah. But he doesn't look like he weighs 60 pounds. But yeah, I thought. Is he athletic? The, super. Yeah, super strong. Yeah. Yeah. And a uh, good watchdog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he was for about 30 seconds. <laughs> well, the guy left. He's oh, like, the guy left. I did oh, my job. Okay. Yeah, he looks like he looks docile. Um, one time we were walking. I had Oscar uh, just as a baby, still in the carrier. Oh, yeah, we'll make this dad talk. Yeah, um, dad talk. We'll work it in. Give your kids lots of experiences. <laughs> Just throw them out. Uh, take them out there into the world. Don't often throw them. <laughs> unless there's someone there to catch them. Don't chuck them. Your mom or their mom will get mad. Um, <laughs> it happened once. It's fine. <laughs> um, no, so we were out on a walk at Pets, Petrifying Springs Park in northern Kenosha County. Gorgeous park. I love it. And... uh don't tell anyone, but I let my dog off the leash back in the woods. <gasps> Heavens to Betsy. The DNR is going to get after you. They might. 
so will all the other people who let their dogs off the leash. Um, <laughs> it'll be fine. So we're walking back there in the woods and walking along the creek, and we come around a corner. Bart's a hmm, year and a half, maybe. Um, about this size, not quite as thick, but uh, come around a corner. I see a, I see a dog. Thick in with two C's. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kenosha. Um, <laughs> so we, I, see a, I see a dog through some bushes in the river. I'm like, oh, so I'm going to go around. And I'm like, hey, I got a dog off the leash. He's friendly, blah, blah, blah. I turn the corner. It's a coyote. And then Ooh. I walk a little farther. It's two coyotes eating like a dead trout or something. Ooh. And I'm like, oh, this is trouble. And there's one bigger one that was probably the size of Bart now and then one smaller one. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I don't need to deal with this. I wonder where my dog is. And just as I'm thinking that, he stands up next to me in what I call his real pose. It's like chest out, ears back, <laughs> like just looking at things. Yeah. And I'm like, stay. <laughs> and Oscar's... Slowly put the leash on. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't quite get there in time. And Oscar's asleep in... I got oh, like a baby carrier. Yeah. And he's sleeping. And I got my walking stick and yep. we're going. And one, the big one leaves and the little one growls. And Bart's just like, uh-uh. <laughs> and he just tears off at the two coyotes. Oh, he jumps man. off the bank, grabs the one by the back of the neck... And then as he lands, flips it over and slams it into the creek. Oh, I'm man. like, my dog is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the other one, the big one comes back and knocks him over. And I'm like, I just got this dog. I'm not going to lose him. So I grab my walking stick. <laughs> and my grandpa always taught me, when I, ever since I was a little kid, um, you don't go into the woods without a knife, a compass, and a walking stick. Yeah. And so I, well, I didn't have my compass because it's a county park i'll <laughs> so be okay literally trails yeah <laughs> I, can, I can hear the highway yes like we're all right so i take my walking stick and i jump over there and i jump in the bank and i'm like whacking this coyote in the side <laughs> with a stick and like we're just crime fighting trio and that's then i awesome. look kids still asleep <laughs> didn't <laughs> that's didn't phase awesome him at least yeah he didn't have Fantastic. any bites or anything um he had blood in his mouth but we went checked him out no rabies like we're all good you got some serious like call the wild stuff going. it was on. intense cool like, my dog is awesome yeah because awesome. we'd always Way wondered, to go Bart. Like he barks at people, but then he will lick them when they come in. Yeah, so I saw he like, was super chill. He didn't even really. He barked at me a little bit when I pulled up. But yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a watchdog, and but unless and there was a guy that lived across the street, that he was always really nice. We liked him. Yeah. But Bart would growl at him every time, <laughs> and we're like, "What is with that?" Found out he was a drug dealer. What? Not a nice guy. Bart is a, such a great judge of He's character. He's amazing. So yeah. I trust him all the time. Cool. Well, yeah. he liked me, so that's a yeah. good sign. So you're all right. That's another. I'll let another, you in. Uh, I'll let you win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Another notch in my belt. Bart likes me. Yeah. Kids like me. Bart likes me. That's man, all you need. Good stuff, man. I Babies don't okay. like the beard. Babies don't like the yeah. beard. Nobody ever lets me hold their kids. And I don't understand. You want to go hold It's mine? been like, <laughs> I, sure. Go, just go pick him up. <laughs> I, it's literally been years since anybody's let me hold my really? kid. Really? Or hold their, uh, not my kid. I, was like, uh, <laughs> I don't have a kid. That's a different issue. Hold, hold their kid, yeah. <laughs> nah, it's crazy. Like, even um, even my family. And yeah. I don't think it's intentional. I think it's, it's just, just like I don't look like the nurturing You're not in the rotation. Type. No, yeah, I'm not. All right. Well, I'm also, I, there, I've got so many aunts. There's always there's always a line. Yeah. You so many aunts and female cousins, there's a line. Yeah. You do have a lot, don't you? Yeah, I do. Like wow, 17 you, on yeah. one side. Yeah, I think. I think it's 17 on one it's side. It's a lot. I've taught a lot of you Ungamaks. Yeah, there's a lot of Ungamaks around. Yeah. There's only there's one big clan of Ungamaks. Uh, there's six of them, and uh, then then there's a whole lot of like Palestinians around too. Mm. They're all we're all related. Right. Well, and then if you go far enough, like the sharfs are all second cousins, oh, and that's a in the wells. That's there's a, a whole of mess of sharfs. Yeah, that's a lot of sharf. It is a lot of sharf. Yeah, there's a lot of sharf in me too. I, yeah. I attribute all my hair to the sharfs. Yeah, sharfs yeah. are sharfs usually have some good hair. They do. Anywho. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, 
don't think I've ever said anywho before either, but I did now. Anyway, <laughs> so so you have a son. Have you a are son. married to I'm, a wonderful woman. Yes, 13 years. Yeah, Renee Papalardo. Yep. So I got to ask, she did not take your name. She did. Well, she took it as a second middle name. Okay. So yeah. this might it be was, a personal question, but why? It, um, part of it was the Spanish thing that we talked about. Okay, last yeah. She didn't Hesky. want to be called Senor Hesky, and I <laughs> can't alter I completely, that at all. I understand uh, that. And the other one is it's just it's an odd custom. Like it's there aren't many places in the world where you take your, I mean, yeah. well, no, I I shouldn't say many. There are a lot sense. of places in the world where you don't. Like in Spanish culture, you take your mother's name. Yeah, you just like add it onto the yeah, list. You just tack it on. Well, you get four names, and it's like your yeah, your, and your mom's name is the one that sticks with you when you get married. Oh, so like it's, it's kind of weird. And so I was yeah. like, uh, all right, yeah, that makes sense, so, especially the first, cultural side. Yeah, and you guys I, spend enough time in Latin American and yeah, South American cultures. Yeah, yeah. So at first, when I was, you know, um, what was I, 19, 20, at MLC, conservative, <laughs> fired up, I, nah. have, I have principles <laughs> kind of kid. Because you have energy to have principles. Oh, yeah. And very sure. strong opinions, and you'll fight about them. Yes. With anyone. Yes. Uh, yeah. That, at first, I was like, what? You're a horrible <laughs> human. And then I thought about it for seven So this years. came up pretty early oh, yeah. in your relationship. Yeah. Well, I knew... It's a good name too. Like Pop-Pilardo. good name as far as like how it sounds, but also like it comes from a great family too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there aren't a lot of Papalardos in the Wells. In fact, I think there are four, and it's all my wife's family. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's only one boy, so you know it's gotta stretch it out another yeah, a little far, yeah, a little farther. But yeah, I thought about it for seven seconds, and then I got over it. So <laughs> is is is. Uh, Otis, Oscar, there you Oscar. go. <laughs> Otis would be a good name. <laughs> I'm, I'm, pu- I'm going to put it in there for number two. It's Otis. Is it for real? Well, we talked because we were talking about names and stuff for kids. And yeah. We're like, some people really like to name their kids all the same letter. Uh, and I'm like, I kind of hate that. It drives me nuts because I can't keep them straight. I'm bad with names. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> Are your kids' um, last names hyphenated? Or is no. it just Jeske? Uh Again, he, he took Papalardo as a second middle name. So okay. Oscar Tomas Papalardo Jeski, right. which is absurd. Cool. But uh, is Tomas spelled Thomas or is it? No. Okay. Because Renee didn't like Thomas, but she liked Tomas. It's like, fine. All right. I she really liked care. it. Mas. Then. Uh, hmm. <laughs> yeah, see what you did. <laughs> see what you did. <laughs> <laughs> Not funny, but. <laughs> but <laughs> I'll give you points for cleverness. Uh, uh, what was I saying? So back to Renee. What was back to like? Renee being great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I knew we were going to get married. We started dating in October freshman year. I, by February, I'm like, yeah, that's a keeper. Yeah, she's the one. And, yeah, she's the one. I didn't tell her that right away. But I'm like, yeah, all right, this will work. I, 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 I can't imagine anybody better for you either. I can't either. She's pretty great. I, I, I couldn't make up a person better for me. Like, if I had the ability to create another, like, adult human to take care of me i mean <laughs> live life with me um really no one better than yeah. me. we agree on all the important things and the stuff we disagree about is really dumb and it doesn't <laughs> matter and yeah. i don't care enough to fight for it so i just kind of like yeah, okay you, you have a ton of strong opinions i have not as many so well, and she's one great. of the few people in the world that can keep pace with you on also everything that. yeah 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 stride for stride she's great and she'll slap me around when i need it which <laughs> is Semi-regularly. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for that, too. Yep. Yeah, I'm looking for yep. that, too. I need it. I need it. 
I need it. <laughs> yeah. Look so, at my house. Do you see how many projects are sitting out right now? It's gorgeous. Look at them. Yeah. Yeah. This wouldn't look good if it was just me here. Yeah. This, oh, this, that extra this. big goofy chair over there we're selling on Saturday. Oh. Someone's coming to pick it up. There you go. Yeah. It's not that crowded in there usually. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you guys met pretty, pr- as pretty young. Did you guys get married young? Yeah. We married by 23. So where, super was she a freshman with you? Yeah. Okay. We actually met on a Focus on the Ministry trip. Shoreland uh, and Wisco okay. sent kids up there at the same time. And she was a Wisco kid. Yeah, she was. And, well, we didn't like each other <laughs> at all. She thought I was a nerd. Have you heard the story? No, I haven't. Oh, this is a doozy. Okay. So I, uh, I, I did not know how to dress myself. <laughs> uh, I was wearing a hand-me-down olive green polo. And uh, cargo khaki pants. Ooh, yeah. With these just huge, clunky sketcher. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was, what, like 2005? or That was in nine. Oh, boy. No, that was 2001. 2001. 2001. Oh, so, <laughs> so, I mean, oh, and I had the butt cut, like the center part nice. and the hair. And I even had, like, the, the in-sync curl. Like, Ooh. think Lance Bass. Ooh. I had it. Oh. And it, and it oh. was shaved. What kind of shoes? I was wearing the brown sketchers. Ooh. Yeah, it was, it was great. That's like straight out of a Britney Spears movie. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. But the polo was like my dad's. And so, the <laughs> <laughs> so you know, like the, the shoulder seam is like three, two thirds oh, yeah. of the way down my bicep. And the sleeves go down past my it elbow. It's a short sleeve. doesn't get any more sleeve. late 90s, early 2000s than looked, that. I look at those pictures. I'm like, why did you ever talk to me? <laughs> why? What did I do? Um, well, I'll tell you why. Because they told us that to dress business casual. And so uh, I'm like, okay, khaki's polo. And then I remembered... I've got a briefcase. <laughs> so, so like, I'm bringing my briefcase. It'll be funny. And I did. And I talked to so many people, like just tons and tons of people, because uh, I had a, a high school kid with a briefcase on a college tour. Like, what, what is this kid's deal? And I wouldn't tell anyone what was in it. Like, this it was, is a business trip. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm got missile launch codes in it. I'm important, and I can't tell you what's in here. Uh, yeah, and I didn't. I wouldn't tell anyone what was in there. And Renee... Was there anything in there? A couple things, yeah. Like a Gatorade and a one-sheet <laughs> itinerary, a pen. <laughs> Halfway through, I stole a roll of toilet paper because I had a cold. There you go. I think it was like a Twix bar. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. So I talk at... Wisco and Shoreland ended up hanging out. We actually went bowling at some point. Went to the Kegel Club. Classic. Yep, and we're bowling. And yeah, Renee was well-dressed and confident. Which I interpreted as not awesome. <laughs> well, when you're a high school boy, you're like, I don't need to talk a to this girl. One, you know? Yeah. Oh, it's just yeah. so much mouth. Um, but yeah, we ended up hanging out, mostly fun. And then we're at the bowling alley, and I walk up to Renee, and I give her the once over. And I'm like, hey, you come here often? <laughs> and she looks at me like, is this happening in my. What? Is this kid actually saying? And then I look up at her bowling score, and I say, guess not <laughs> oh best line one of the best lines of my life i'm proud of. and i got instant points with her whole crowd but oh man she hated me after that which i didn't care because i didn't like her i'm like oh you're stuck up and she's like you're a nerd was she a little a little she's confident very confident um she's all dressed like she shopped at express ooh, like ooh. ooh, whoa i can't shop at express i weigh about 150 pounds too much yeah anyway Keep going. That happens. Uh, so, yep. And then it was the last day of the trip. And she's like, briefcase Ben. Because they called me briefcase Ben because it was funny. Um, alliteration's good stuff. 
and she's like, we're leaving. I'm never going to see you again. What's in your briefcase? And I showed her, and she's like, okay. And then she left. <laughs> like, I'm never going to talk to that guy again. <laughs> okay. We get back to MLC, and, I, and um, I see one of the guys from the trip, and I brought my briefcase back because I talked to so many people. I'm like, this is great. I'm bringing this thing back. It actually works for my books. Okay, good. <laughs> Um, and I had everything I could need. I had, like, so you were that one freshman at MLC walking around with a briefcase. Oh, yeah. There's always one character like that. Yep. That. Yep. Twas I. <laughs> so I'm walking around. It's one of the first days of school. I see Matt Schreiber. Good kid. He teaches out in lacrosse. Not lacrosse. What's the... Where was Coral Fest? Why can't I think of that? On Alaska. On Alaska. There it is. Yeah. yeah. He teaches out there. He's a swell guy. Um, so... I'm walking, I see Matt Schreiber. I'm like, hey, it's Matt from the focus trip. And he's like, oh, hey. And then there's this girl with him, and she's like, oh, it's briefcase guy. And I'm like, and then in my head, I go, you. I remember you. And then our group st- kind of started hanging out. Yeah. Then next thing you know, we were sharing a hymnal at chapel. Ooh. Ooh. Pretty much engaged. That, that's pretty much a marriage proposal. Yeah, more or less. I, I made the mistake of walking with a girl I wasn't super serious with at MLC. You went for a walk? You didn't go down the hill, did you? Uh, no, we walked all the way. So there wasn't a Walmart when you were there, but it no. was the, the airport. So yeah. we walked all the way out to the airport and that's back. That's a hike. On full break, yeah. And we chatted away. And you it didn't was great. come back married. We did not come back married. Fascinating. No, and then... But so the then, mill. So then the... Ensu- so, funny story. So, uh, I go on a walk with her. I'm not going to give you all the juicy details because right. <laughs> <laughs> there are a whole lot of people listening to this who know who I'm talking about. Um, and some of them know the story. Anyway, uh, well, the funniest thing is one of my youngest cousins, or my youngest cousin, what, like heard me telling this story like eight years ago. And he was supposed to be asleep, and I was staying at my cousin's house for something. And he would, like snuck out and was like listening. And so, he knows the, all the details of the story, and it's hilarious. Anyway, so I went on a walk with her and thought, this girl's pretty cool. So we kept talking, whatever, and, uh, but I like, didn't take another step. Like, I didn't right. go move you forward at all walk. because, I, like, yeah. yeah. And it was middle of football season, busy, that kind of stuff. And then one day, my best friend, Nick Cresson, who's been on here, um, I was the best man in his wedding a few years later. But he's, he's been a guest. He's a great dude. Um, but I think the most angry at him I've ever been in my life, or second most angry that I've ever been at him, in our relationship ever, um, I fell asleep on his futon. And this is before, like, iPhones where you could, like, lock them and everything. So he picks up mm-hmm. my flip phone and starts texting this young lady. <laughs> and, like, like texting, texting this young lady, like having oh. a conversation with her. And ends the com- it's fall break. And uh, so she was one of the few girls on campus and ends up arranging, like, a meet. Like, we're going to meet Ooh. up right now and go for a walk. That's bold. And that I know. And I was asleep. Like, literally asleep in my underwear on his futon. That's fantastic. And uh, it's college. Yeah. Everybody sleeps in their underwear on somebody else's you futon. Do. Yeah, it just is what you do. Um, <laughs> anyway, so that's when we ended up going on a walk. So we're, like, walking around New Ulm in the middle of the night, just chatting you away. You put on pants, right? Oh, I did put on. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> might have been shorts. Okay. That's a little bit of hesitation. I might not have been. Uh, I don't. I, I had to. I lived in a different dorm, so I had to have put on pants to get over there. Okay, just checking. I was also an RA at the time. All right. So like, you've got these little watchful eyes do, yes. watching everything you do. Anyway, so I went and met her, and then, so then I wasn't going to go on a walk with her. It was just somebody I had, but like, and so I felt bad. This makes me sound like a jerk. This whole story is going to make me sound like a jerk, That's but okay. it is what it is. Uh, so we went on a walk, whatever. It was great. And then like two weeks later, she was in a musical, and I walked through the musical line, and like gave her a high five. Said like, you did great. 
Um, I think she it was Oklahoma, and she played one of the one of the uh, the wild wild ladies in town. Okay. I think I made some joke about that, which is probably yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, and so I got a text like like a couple hours later, like just a just a high five. I thought we were past that, and I was like, oh boy, oh, oh boy. Uh, so then invited her over to my room. She spent some time in my room. Like we hung out again, you know, yeah. whatever. And uh, you know. Just like literally, we're just spending time together, and I was thinking in my mind like, yeah, I don't really want to date this girl, so like I'm gonna put the kibosh on this before it gets out of hand. Well, apparently I was one day too late because his girl comes over on a Saturday evening, spends some time in my room. I'm an RA, and uh, like I said, my my dad's a pastor, family's very very wells. Yep. Before church the next morning, I'm getting phone calls and texts from extend- members of my extended family about my new girlfriend. Oh, dear. and I'm going. Not my girlfriend. Nope. Not even oh, going to spend any more time with her no. because we really aren't serious here. It was bad. Yeah. It was bad. That's a lot of awkward. And then I was, that. like, blacklisted for a while. Yeah. You're and a jerk now. Yeah. I was literally, like, literally, like, we went for a walk, and she came to my room, and we were alone in there. It was, I, ser- I was seriously blacklisted by, like, half the population yeah. of MLC. Yeah, you're a jerk. Yeah. Yep. It's like walking out. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Terrible. Stuff. <laughs> it's tough. It shouldn't be this big of a deal. <laughs> shouldn't be this big of a deal. Well, you know, MLC a couple years ago is like the third highest rating for marrying yeah, alumni or something. I like know, that. I know, man. Yeah. Well, and then going into MLC, I was convinced I was going to have a wife walking out. Didn't happen. Yeah. Didn't happen. Well, I wouldn't have it any other way either. Like, I, I, uh, I was not ready. And, like, this podcast wouldn't exist if I wasn't single. Right. Like, there's a whole lot of other things that wouldn't have ever happened if I was right. single, if I wasn't single. So, yeah, good stuff. But, anyway, so you met Renee. You guys got married pretty young a few years later. So, did, you didn't finish at MLC. Is that because – why didn't you finish at MLC? MLC and I had a mutual parting of ways. <laughs> it was a – Enough said. <laughs> it, was, it was getting to the point – well, you know, I, was st- I still had – vestiges of my 18-year-old useless self. You say, is it just like just attitude or partying or oh, grades wasn't partying. or whatever? No, it wasn't that exciting. Okay. It's mostly grades and attitude. All right. And it got to the point where I was, is the summer or the semester before I was supposed to go out student teaching and I had a really good talk with uh, my voice teacher at the time, Jody Rowe. She was grand. Uh, and she's like, you know? And I was like, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, and then there was a I'm pretty sure I failed a class. And then I then I met with uh, VP Schoen and Dean Whitmer's house, and we sat down and we had a chat. Sugar Bear. Yeah, and we're just like, and just like, yeah, all right, have a good one. Right. We'll see you around. And that was about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, I knew I wanted to be a teacher and all that stuff. But I should interview Whitmer's house. That'd be a great one. He'd be fun. Yeah. Get him a in lot of... A Find out when next time he comes back from Germany and, and a lot of life in that, in that man's life. Yeah. He's lived a lot. Yeah, Crazy he has. Stuff. And he's—I don't think he, he probably doesn't know this. Uh, I guarantee he doesn't know this. But he's—if it wasn't for him, my freshman year, I probably—if between him and Pastor Boder, if it weren't for them, I would not have made it at MLC. I would have been—it yeah. would have been in and out, in and yep. out. Yeah. But yeah, the more I, I work, I do stuff at Shore. Like I teach at Shore mm-hmm. two days a week, and so I'm there. I help. I occasionally sub. I do stuff. Yeah. Um, I help Renee with student council. So I'm involved in the school. And the more yeah. I was like, yeah, this would not, I would not do well with a call. It would not go well. It's just not, 
not my calling. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. And it is, yeah. and it took me through most of UW Oshkosh, going through again. I was about to start student teaching, and I'm like, this. I don't think this is what I'm supposed to be doing. But I was like, no, I set my mind on. I'm going to be a teacher. I'm going to finish this goal. And I'm like, how about I just change my goal to college? <laughs> finish college. And so I went from um, Bachelor of Science in Music Education to just a Bachelor of Arts in Music. And then, because I was already teaching voice lessons. That's me again, sorry. Um, yeah, so I changed to a Bachelor of Arts. Got my music degree because I was already teaching voice lessons. And I yeah. was like, what if I just did that for a living? Yeah. And she said, uh, I'll have insurance. I said, okay, good. And then we did it. Sweet. And it's been going all right. Yeah. It's going well. Cool. Very yeah. cool. So, uh, as you guys, you guys, uh, you, you talked about how you met and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and you, like I said, you got married. So she graduated from MLC and then you got married. Is that how that oh, worked? We got or? Right at the, in the fall of her fifth year. Okay. Yeah. So I yeah. lived in New Ulm. I came back here. I sold vacuum cleaners for a while. Kirby, door to door. Oh yeah. It was a. Kirby's are big around here. They are. There's yeah. one. There's one sitting right in there. Look at that. Yeah. Um, I love that job. I didn't make enough money in that job, but it was a fun job. Uh, yeah. And then I moved to New Ulm. In the fall after we got married. Yeah. So how much has uh, Ben Jeske changed since the days? Since those days, since you were getting married. Infinitely. Infinitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, What's different? I definitely say I follow through on a lot more stuff. I, there's just, I just never finished anything. It's still a struggle um, <laughs> to finish a job. I mean, like changing a diaper. Like it, <laughs> you better finish that job. <laughs> well, no, like you change the diaper, kids set up, the diaper's still sitting on the changing oh, table. Oh, okay. Yeah. The job, that job's not over until it's in the garbage can. Uh, and that is a, it's still a conscious effort. Like the house is this clean. It's this clean, you know, it's not clean. Right. But it's, and that's like cleaning up after myself is a conscious effort. It's not how I do things, how I used <laughs> to do things. So it's, I mean, I'm still, I'm still working on it a lot. Yeah. And finishing a project, like the project's done when it's cleaned up. Yeah. I'm like, hey, look, I built this thing. She's like, the backyard is full of tools and wood. Uh, and look at the thing I built. No, finish it. I'm like, okay, that's funny. Is that how that's I, what about thing. personality though? Has your personality changed at all? Uh, I've calmed down a lot. How so? Um, I don't have as many high horses. Okay, I've, I've got my couple. Less I've pretentious. Significantly less pretentious. You don't okay. have the energy to be pretentious. <laughs> that is the thing of your twenties. The farther away I get from it, the more annoyed I get with people in their twenties. There are still people that I love and I hang out with in their 20s. But I'm like, man, you have opinions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so do I, but I just can't, I can't fight you anymore. I'm just going to agree to disagree with you. It's just, yeah. yeah. There are other things to, to worry about, like the kid. I've always wanted kids. I knew yeah. that. But yeah, you just have to be a different human when you have a, when you have another human. You have to be different. You have to always push to be better because yeah there now we're talking about dad stuff yeah so one thing um they talk about integrity is what you do when no one's looking right yeah and i like to think i have a fair amount of integrity yeah because i i would agree i try it yeah right but now when you have a kid there's a it's like there's a little camera recording you 
all the Ooh. time. Now your integrity, because you're thinking there isn't another adult here. I still yeah. have to have integrity. But when you have a kid, yeah. you see how much you don't have. Because all of a sudden they're saying words. Mm. You're like, where did you? I've said that word. Did I say it in front of you? Or did you learn it from mm. the neighbor kids? I don't know. And yeah. that stuff. And, you know, what little things like the way I throw away garbage. How loud I burp when I'm at home alone <laughs> with the kid. All of a sudden the kid's like belching and laughing. I'm like, what? I, yep, I taught him that. <laughs> it's just, it's a lot. Yep. Your, your integrity gets called to account. How often does Oscar do something and Renee just like looks at you and like All raises an eyebrow? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. What are you doing? Are you bleeding all over I my am, house? I'm bleeding all over what your house. You I'm trying not to bleed on myself. So I skimp. <laughs> Funny story. So at one point during the uh, 4th of July week when we were with Vanguard, I was, <clears throat> put a long story short, I was riding on a cart, like a uh, band cart. Like you do? Yeah, like I do, with my hands in the air, making trumpet sounds while several students pushed me around the school. Naturally. Just standard procedure at band Yeah. Camp. And uh, I cut my hand on an exit sign I didn't see. <laughs> and the scab just kind of came off by itself just now. And it was starting to hurt because it peeled to the point where it was. So I just, like, yanked it off. And apparently there was still some... Some bleeding to be done. There was some bleeding to be done, yeah. Right. So now we're going to reestablish the scab. Would you like some Neosporin and a Band-Aid? Uh, just a Kleenex is fine. All right. And I'll rub some dirt on it. <laughs> so that's the other thing I... That I've changed. I now have everything all the time. <laughs> what do you need? I have that. Yeah. Knife, scissors, wipes, first aid. Knife, compass, and a walking stick. Yep. That's what I live <laughs> with all the time. You need extra diapers? I have a full set of clothes in the trunk of my car because sometimes your kid just throws up all over you. <laughs> well, there you go. I always keep an extra pair of pants in my classroom, but that's because I rip pants way too often. That's a different story. I dance too hard. Oh, yeah. Second grade, man. Second grade. You got to dance it out. Oh, you got to dance it out. Yeah. Yeah, and if you're not embarrassing, then it's not worth it. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. It's good stuff. Yeah. That's the other thing. You'll have a great time with kids because you can, you still have that kid in you. Yeah. And you can still play with it. It's fun. It's like I play a lot more than I used to. Yeah. Like we have. He uses actually my old dinosaur toys. Cool. It's great. Very I cool. Dug them out of my parents, and he loves dinosaurs. That's awesome. Yeah. So we play with that. We play race cars. Um. He is, we sword fight a lot. His favorite movie is The Hobbit, the trilogy. <laughs> we just, That's fantastic. We've been watching it since October. Well, no, we haven't watched it much in the last, this summer, because we've been home and it's been easier. But yeah, from like October to May, all he wanted, watch fight, watch monster fight. <laughs> he knows all the characters. He can tell you what's coming. It's That's awesome. Crazy. Yeah. So cool we kid. had to buy him swords. Well, no. Okay. Well, okay. This, is, <laughs> this covers a lot of topics. Um, so everything is a sword for uh, a long time. There you go. We'll fight with anything. It's great. Good time. Side note, by the way, we even had high school kids at the dunes, like, picking up sticks and acting like they were guns. Boys. <laughs> boys are boys. Boys are boys. And you think, oh, gosh, we'll talk about that. Oh, man. So many things to talk about. Go ahead. Okay, we'll finish the story, and then we'll talk about that. Remind me about that. I will. Um, I'll even write it down. Boonerbar. I believe you can get it. He got, got the pen. It. I didn't knock over my coffee either. That was impressive. Uh, so we are at Shoreland. Renee also teaches a world lit class. Okay. Um, not her strong suit. She's a Spanish teacher. But she got stuck with a lit class because that's what happens when you have a call. You get 
There are straggler classes. Stuff. <laughs> so, do you speak English? You can teach a class in English. Okay. Um, so for at the end of every unit, they have like a culture day, we'll call it. And so really, they just bring in food and have a party. That's awesome. It's great. And I mean, they talk about their literature, but it's a food day. And they just finished their Far East Asia unit. So okay. kids were bringing in, you know, sushi and pork fried rice. <laughs> I went in. It was also spirit week. So it was pajama oh, day. Nice. Yeah. So everyone's in their pajamas eating sushi and pork fried rice and all the stuff <laughs> that the kids made. And Renee's like, you should bring the kid in and uh, make naan bread. N-A-A-N. Naan? Nan? Nan? Yeah, Couldn't tell you. But it's from <laughs> India. And okay. we got a good recipe. I'm making it on the griddle. I'm cooking it up. Oh, I also always wear a three-piece suit on pajama day because <laughs> irony. And I like to tell kids, like, I woke up in this. Yeah, I rolled right <laughs> out of bed. So I'm there. I'm wearing a bright green apron. I'm a black three-piece suit. The kid's running around in pajamas. There are chopsticks all over the place. He's playing swords and charge where he makes you stand on the other side of the room and then you yell, charge, and then you run and you fight. <laughs> With high school kids. With high school kids. They awesome. love him. Yeah. He's like the school mascot. I believe it. There. That's awesome. Because this, this last graduating class was the last class that was there while he was born. Okay. So they, they kind of remember yeah. the, the excitement there. Yeah. So... It's in between classes. They shift out. The new Spanish class has arrived. And he's now he's a new set of kids, new set of chopsticks. <laughs> and they're fighting. And he, he has this spin move where he spins around and he lands on his knees. <laughs> he's holding a chopstick. He does a spin move, lands, but dusty floors, footy pajamas, lands on the chopstick on his face. <sighs> Just right. And it goes, oh. it, it caught oh. his eyelid. And it just went here. I'll show you some pictures. I remember, yeah, I remember. Oh, did you pictures. see the Facebook picture? Yeah. All right, yeah. Oh. oh, it's just right in there. And the kids go, oh, every time he falls down because, you know, they, they don't yeah. know about kids. Yeah. And the, I'm in the back corner of the room making nan bread, finishing up the <laughs> dough that I have left over. And, I, and the, oh, is different this time. I'm like, mm, they sound actually terrified. <laughs> and I turn around just in time to see him, like, push himself up off the floor. And the stick is just out of his face. And I'm going... <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my kid's going to have a glass eye. There it is. My kid's got a glass eye. I should go over there. Okay, go over there. So I walk, and I remember, um, who was it? I think Roland Menk. So I was like, if you see an emergency on the playground, you don't run. You walk quickly. Yes. Because if you run, the kids see you in a panic, and they mm-hmm. freak out. So I'm like, all right, I will walk assertively across the room. Just I'm like, and I'm like <laughs> kind of shoving kids out of my way a yeah. little bit. And yeah, I look at him like that is in there. Holy cow. It's just, <laughs> and it's like pushing his eyeball down. Like I can uh, see that. I could see right away. It missed his eye. Yeah. It's like, it like folded his eyelid back a little bit. Oh boy. And, but his so eye it was like super close, super close, but his eye was moving around. Like he could look around and it oh, wasn't man. bloodshot or anything. I'm what? like, I know I'm like, that's crazy. Oh. I'm like, okay, maybe. And it looked like maybe it was just like above his eye and like pushing the eye down i thought it was just like in the space yeah. so i like held his face a little bit and i tugged on the chopstick ever so slightly and it didn't budge like not even a, i'm like okay don't pull it don't pull it, don't pull it out <laughs> oh man because <laughs> it looked like it was barely in there okay and i'm like maybe maybe it's just stuck and i can no it was like wedged so I'm like, we're gonna go now it's like in his brain or something a little bit uh, yeah so long story was we like up, a chunk of brain on it when they pulled it out no there uh, wasn't it, turned, cool. it just it just <laughs> kissed his brain. It, we still have the chopstick. Oh, and the man. end is like, he was in there a couple, like in the brain cavity, like a millimeter and a half. Whoa. Like just in oh, there. Oh, man. So 
Yeah. The kids were kids were traumatized. Because, I mean, <laughs> I believe, some of them... I believe were, it. They watched him, like, impale his face. I'm like, gosh. Yowza. Look at that. So, <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was a ridiculous day. And, yeah, he ended up... Like, we knew we'd take a kid to the emergency room. We're thinking, like, stitches. Yeah. Broken arm. Yeah. Concussion, I mean, he is your maybe. kid, so... Yeah. And he's a boy. Like, he doesn't slow down ever. We were not expecting to deal with, like, neurosurgery, facial trauma, <laughs> the ocular team. We're like, no, I don't want all that. No, give me some stitches. Just stitches <laughs> is all I want. Uh, but he's totally fine. He missed all the nerve endings, all the muscle tissue. Wow. He's got a tiny little lightning bolt scar. Yeah. I'm like, you better have a scar. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> you earned one, buddy. You did it. <laughs> but, yeah, it, they really just... Pulled it out of his face. That's all they did. There was no surgery. There was no like no Man. bleeding. It was insane. Really? Yeah. They put glue and some steroid strip on it. Yeah. Anyways, and then he's done. Huh. By the end, by like nine o'clock that night, he was jumping up and down on his bed, couldn't wait to get free. <laughs> like, what a nutcase. Crazy. So that like that's part of like dad and parenting stuff. Like your kid's gonna hurt themselves. Mm. It's just gonna happen. And that sort of stuff. It doesn't help to freak out. I mean, we had to keep him calm because, I mean, right. he was trying he was trying to grab the stick and pull it out. Like, yeah. I don't know if that's actually in your eyeball or not. You shouldn't touch that. Yeah. <laughs> so I spent, like, a long time just holding his arms down, trying to keep him calm. And Renee was amazing. Um, there's a story about her dad where she, when she was little, she backed into a candle. And her dad oh. is Joseph Anthony Papalardo. Yep. He is Italian. Just, <laughs> and a great man in so, so, so many ways. But with trauma and that sort of thing, not so great. It's the instant, instant Italian freak out. It's amazing. And he yelled at her. He's like, what are you doing backing into a candle? Why would you be that close to it? Why would you do that? And her mom's like putting out the fire in her <laughs> <hair>. like, <laughs> Very German. Eins, zwei, eins, zwei. And like, she's yelled at me for hurting myself before because that's like the instant. Like, yeah. I yep. imagine chickens running yeah. around, just yep. flipping out. Um, but she was a champ. She held it together right away. Well, wow, you got a room full of her students too. Yeah, like so I took him. Leave. I yeah. took him to the office. She had a um, a student teacher. He was amazing. Jason Zweifel. Oh yeah, he is great. Jay Z. Yeah, he's awesome. Great dude. And like, she left, and she's like, "I have students." And she turned around, and he's like, "Go, I got it." And he just took the classroom. And then she left, and then she went back again. <laughs> she's like, "Okay, guys, Oscar has a chopstick in his eyeball, so he might have a glass eye, but this is part of God's plan. He's in control of things." She gave him the calm down speech, and then we ran away and flipped out. Um, (laughs) No, I didn't freak out until we had to leave for the actual, like, they had to put him under. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, and then I was like, oh, I can relax a little bit. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, it was a day. That was a day and a half, it felt like. Yeah, but, um, yeah, it's stuff like that that you, like, when when you're choosing a wife, or a husband. Mm. I'm sure there are ladies that listen to this yeah. somewhere out there. Um, don't don't pick someone that isn't your best friend. Okay. Like this. I mean, there are like trauma and that sort of thing, and like accidents can. If if it's not a strong relationship, mm-hmm. that sort of thing can wreck you really quickly. It can really affect like how you deal with things and how you're going to treat that person next to you. Uh. Like I have. There's there's the three love. There's the brotherly love. The yeah. The romantic love and the all the loves. Yeah. Yeah. 
I can't remember. <laughs> agape is the only one I can remember. Yeah, it's agape filial and amortization. No, it's got a more. It's got a more in it. Amortization is definitely not the right word. I don't know, but anyway, yeah, the romantic one. Yeah. So you, eros. Yeah. Era. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. It's I'm, like it's I'm where the erotic wrong. comes from. The word. I'm erotic. in the wrong language. That's yeah. my problem. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Oh, I never even thought about that. Interesting. Yeah. Erotic thing. All right. So, you have all of those loves for your. For your person that you're with. And that and I, and I see friends. I have friends, that are married. That yeah, they're like their spouse is their mm-hmm. friend, but it's. Like Renee is my best friend. I would, yeah. I can't think of another person I'd rather hang out with than her. Or if I do go hang out with other people, I really look forward to coming back and seeing her. Uh, like, yeah, like we're friends. Like we hang out. Yeah, we're cool just sitting at home. <laughs> it was nice. We got a lot of crap for not having kids. We were married for nine years before we had a kid, mm-hmm. and you know, there's the grandparent pressure like you want more kids you guys should have kids we're like Meh. we didn't get married to have kids i got married because yeah i love her she's great right. right and yeah which really made people angry sometimes like we didn't get married to have kids <laughs> like that's that's a weird reason to get married it is a weird reason to, get married. to have kids i mean it's the right order you say, to right, do it you in. say it, it's the right order but not the right priorities not, yeah like, yeah yep yeah I agree with you. As much as I want to have kids, and I look forward to that day, yep. and I get some every once in a while, I get like the I get like the kid feels, you know, where it's yeah, just like, like I want uh, one. Um, I know pe- people claim it's a woman thing, and I'm sure it is a woman thing, but there's all it's also definitely yeah. like I just I want a family. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. not not willing to do it with the wrong person. No, definitely not willing. Not to do it with worth the wrong it. Person. Like because then it's you're not going to end up with a family either. You're going to end up with kids and a wife. Yeah. Which is not the same thing as a family, right? And yeah, and yeah. it's it was a bummer that we had to wait this long to mm-hmm. have another kid, but again, it's not our plan. Like, yeah, well, I I've say said it's it before. Out. Yeah, and, yeah, and they'll end up. Well, Oscar will probably graduate from high school right before he starts, or will it be like senior freshman, maybe something like that? Yeah. Have you ever even he'll thought be, about he'll that? He'll be about four. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So they could overlap. Well, say that's a great. That's a great. It is age gap. Yeah. Like they're not going to be all over each other arguing all the time, mm-hmm. but uh, they'll be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'll work out. God has better plans. I mean, my plans would go a lot faster. Yeah. But his will probably work out better. That. Pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> pretty pretty sure. He's got pretty some sure. experience doing this. I think, I think he knows what he's doing up there. Yeah. So I mean, he is yeah. omnipotent and almighty, so. Yeah. I mean, he kind of, like, Gets him a lot of street cred. Yeah, that. it does. Yeah. It does. So, I mean, yeah, we're bummed that Oscar doesn't have a playmate, like, someone to hang out with. But, like, we've had this time, like, build this relationship with Oscar. Yeah. And... Yeah, I'm not going to call my kid my friend. Because <laughs> that's... I, was th- I, I In my opinion, that's going too far. Like, I don't think... Right. But the, the I think there's a relationship your, there, though. It, it, there's definitely a relationship right. there. And it's like, I'm getting to know him as a person. And I got to do that mm-hmm. without another kid. And I think that's a really special first kid. Yeah. Firstborn thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think that might... You talked about, like, your older siblings. Your older siblings a little bit, too. And the idea mm-hmm. that, like... By the time you got to that age, you kind of had it figured out, like as far as what goes, what doesn't go. I think yep. some of that might be eased by having a stronger relationship with that kid, you know? Oh, I think so. Yeah, I think that's huge. Like discipline mm-hmm. is so big. Like I'm not – my kid knows that I love him. Mm-hmm. Like that's – I think all kids know that their parents love them. Yeah. But um, I think that's just a, kind of a given. And your kids will always love you because you're their parent. 
Sometimes they'll, they'll think they hate you, but... <laughs> right, and, yeah. And that makes discipline so much easier. Because, yeah. like, there's, already, there's a solid foundation of love, and you have a relationship with that kid. It, it's the same in the marriage. Like, you have... There's the foundation of love. You have a fight. Like, the foundation is still there. You clear off the fight, and the foundation is still there. Yeah. Yeah, that's well put. I just came up with that one. I'm yeah, pretty proud of it. That was good. I like that. Good Thanks. work. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you. I mean, you can tear down the crap and just, you know, get your broom and push it off. And then yeah. you, you rebuild on that foundation of love. And then you work past whatever happens. Like, I, Oscar, I'm not going to say every day he gets a spanking. But it's pretty regular because <laughs> he's three and he's my kid. Yeah. Strong-willed. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes, strong-willed. But, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I mean, and then we can go on and then five minutes after that we can go back to playing because right. he yeah. knows that okay I did a thing consequence move on yeah I like yeah. it alright pretty great the uh, the dad extraordinaire Ben Jeske so who should write a book thinking about it that would be great no not really you should it would be a very funny the, book I don't have the discipline to do that it no. would I'll get someone to write a book with me there yeah, you we'll, go yeah we'll just like get a, get a writer to write with you yeah. that'd be awesome that would be fun alright all right. Uh, so if you want to get a hold of Ben Jeske, he's got an email address. What's that email address, Ben? Jeske, B-E, J-E-S-K-E, B as in boy, E as in Edward, at gmail.com. Awesome. Very cool. Thanks for your time with us, Ben. Appreciate it. Another pleasure. Keep dad on, brother. Dad on. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, you can find more episodes like this on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, the podcast app, and Pippa. If you want to follow us on social media, you can find us on Instagram at Time to Gird Up. You can find us on Facebook at The Gird Up Podcast. Or if you want to email me, you can email me at Coach Ungemach, that's U-N-G-E-M-A-C-H, at gmail.com. Please leave a five-star rating and review on this podcast on iTunes. The more four and five star ratings we receive, the more people we will reach on iTunes because iTunes will boost us more. Thank you to Seth Palmeyer for our podcast art. And thank you to you, the listener, because without you, this podcast would not be possible. So with that, I encourage you to go out, man up, gird up, and become the men that God has created us to be. Have a good one.